What's up, everybody? Thanks so much for checking out the Creators Therapy Podcast. This week, I talked to my good friend Lauren Fleming, and we get into it deep, talking about fears, challenging your thoughts, entrepreneurship, and how to own your identity when you wear all kinds of different hats. So let's get into it. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for checking out the Creators Therapy Podcast. This week, I'm super excited to be bringing you my friend, Lauren Fleming. How's it going, Lauren? It is good. How about you? I'm, you know, I'm just really excited. I'm good. really excited to get into this uh, this episode. Lauren is a virtual assistant, and um, I, I've, I'm, I always like doing this because uh, the the assumption is usually that we're in the same room, but you're actually like on the other coastline i think I, right or yeah i'm at? in rhode island right now rhode island i'm in newport Ro- newport you're, you're in rhode island right now yes i am in rhode island yeah it's 50 degrees 50. it's 50 over there yeah it's so warm we've had amazing everyone's been like it's such a mild winter oh my god um which is <laughs> which it's true like it's been it's been like in the 50s like a lot of days um which is cold for like SoCal people. They're like, oh my god, I can't. But yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Even, I didn't wear a jacket today. I wore slip-ons. I didn't even wear my boots. Whoa. Yeah, it's. It was like I was Hashtag like. acclimated. Yeah, I was like, it's too. It's too hot almost. But when I come back to California, I'm just gonna be sweating and then mocking everyone. Sweating in the summer and then mocking everyone for their jackets when it's like 62. I but, mean, yeah, I've. I well, you know, I'm originally from Texas. I've definitely oh, acclimated to yeah. here. And so, yeah, it, it was, was it like low sixties the other day? And I was like, oh man, I need, I need a, a sweater. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I even noticed that in, in Monterey. Cause it's like, cause it's generally, it's not cold, but it's like, it's generally like 50, sixties. And so when I would visit yeah. Newport beach, I was like, there were, I remember I was like at a brunch with somebody and it was like perfect weather, like 70 and sunny. And I was sweating. I was like, oh man. It's too warm. It's just, just too much. I can't. I'm dying. I can't. Yeah. It was, and I was like, am I getting sick? Do I have a fever? Like, am I, am I like, what's wrong? But it was just, it was just warm. I don't know. Oh man. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So weather aside, uh, Lauren is a virtual assistant, which means that you are like a walking, talking, uh, internet Swiss army knife kind of. Yeah, pretty much. It's just how I frame it is like, if you have, if you're like a small business owner and you have a million things on your plate that you're trying to manage yourself, um, but mm-hmm. you just aren't finding the time to like really focus on your big goals and like, just cause you're getting bogged down with all the minutiae, the things that, you know, you should be doing, um, whether it's like, if like managing emails or scheduling things or social media or, um, blog posts, just kind of things that, you know, you have to do yourself, but then you don't have time to do other things. So I come in and I'm like, Hey, how can I help you? Like, what do you need help with? Like, what can I take off your plate to help you create more margin in your life? Um, in your, like in your business life, um, professionally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so like, how can I do that? And so, so they say, oh my gosh, here's all the things, take them. And I'm like, great. And then I just do them. Um, and then they have more room to really, you know, if they're just swamped with work, it, you know, there's just so many benefits because it helps them just feel more focused. It helps them not worry as much, just knowing that things are going to get, get taken care of. 
Um, and then they can, it just kind of is like a trickle down effect where it's just, they feel better professionally and then, you know, they don't feel so swamped and they can spend time with family. They can do, you know, kind of whatever they want to do just cause they have a little bit more margin and focus like when, yeah. like hitting the goals that they want to be hitting instead of feeling bogged down with like everyday kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and so that's really awesome. And creator therapy is all about the origin story. We're uh, we're all about you know where, how you where you came from and how you got to where you are now. So, um, I know that you weren't you weren't always like ah. Oh, whenever I grow up, I want to be a virtual assistant. Right. So, kind of kind of tell us like where you got to how you became a virtual assistant because there's not a major right for in college and stuff. No, so. they have a social media major. They have like I saw I think at USC they have like a. You can like major in social media now, which is like oh, what? blows my mind. I'm like, that's awesome. That's I'm like, no, they shouldn't have that. You need to learn like the rest of us. Like you don't get, no, you, no. I mean, but whatever. It, well, at my first thought was like that's awesome, but but then the more I'm thinking about it, like the algorithms change so often. Right. Like, the the content would be old by the time that you get to it. So. That's. I didn't I even think of that. I was just kind of salty that someone got it all, you know, in like a <laughs> syllabus. Here's how to do social media where like us growing up, it's like, no, you had to code on your MySpace and then you just had Facebook and then, yeah. you know, like, so I'm just kind of salty, but yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's fair. That was like my, I think, my I think, I think hmm? no, nah, I think we're allowed to be a little salty. Yeah. So, uh, the origin I mean, story. What? Yeah. The origin story. Yes. Give us your origin story. Okay. Um, I'm like, what is it? Um, just forgot it. Um, so basically when I, um, when I was in high school, uh, I was really, I did like a lot of mission trips. Um, and yeah, that like, and that just, we can talk, that's like a whole thing where like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> Christian culture, like mission trips, the whole thing. We talk about another, yeah. I'll come back and we can talk about the, the evangelical subculture. Um, but it, yeah, so it really kind of, like ignited this one, like me wanting to help people. Um, just, that was kind of my thing. Like I really wanted mm-hmm. to help people and, um, yeah. And so, and initially it was like, oh my gosh, I want to like help the world and like change the world and like all this stuff. And just, you know, like as you do when you're like late high school, early college. Yeah. And so I, um, so it's like, I'm going to help the world. So I got my major in international studies, which like is great if you want to know about like geopolitics in Argentina in like the seventies, but like, I don't have any, like, I didn't have any skills to like bring to a table. Um, and so, so when I graduated, I was like, you know, like trying to work in nonprofit and like trying to find a fit there nothing was really fitting. Um, Mm. but I just knew I wanted to help people. And so I was like, okay, I'll go, I mean, I'll go to grad school. I'll see. Well, it wasn't like, I wasn't that excited. I was like, well, this is kind of a last resort. I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't get into grad school. Um, so I was like, I'm going to try and yeah. I'm going to apply for grad school. And if, um, you know, if I get in, I'm going to go and that will help me. And if not, then I will go from there. Um, so I applied, got into grad school, um, which was like, what, um, which, yeah. which is really <laughs> you like, were surprised. yeah, I was like, yeah, it was, I didn't even open the, like the acceptance email. So I didn't, for like a long time, I didn't even know if I was going to get in. I was like, I just can't. I'm going to wait until I'm going to open it later. And then I got the email that was like, congratulations on your admission. And I was like, that, what? Like, you assume that I read it. Like, bold move of you. But also now I know. Anyway. Um, I mean, the letter was sent a month ago, but I guess it's, you know. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. So I went to, I went to grad school um, and I was really excited because I was like, okay, this will help me because now I actually have like the skills to like 
actually help people in a meaningful way as opposed to just waxing poetic mm-hmm. about, you know, the, the, the plight of the Balkans. What I don't know. You know what I mean? Whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so... I was um, thinking about the plight there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know what I mean? Like, I can actually help in ways I want to help, and I feel, I feel like I have skills to contribute. Um, yeah. But while this was happening, I um, reconnected with my now husband, and we started dating, and he's in the military. Um, mm. And so I was like, this is cool. And, you know, I wasn't like, hopefully we'll get married. I mean, I kind of wanted to get married, but I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know. And so... But I also knew kind of in the back of my mind, like, you're not, if you do get married, like, you're not going to have, like, you're not going to be living in Newport Beach, like, you know, working, you know, working a little job. Like, you're going to be all over the place, you know, so. Yeah. So, which, and I'm sorry, so I, because you went to school in Texas. I did. Um, was, was kind of like your, somewhere in the back of your mind, you always thought, like, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Newport. Like, that'll be my, that'll be where I go back home or. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was. I knew I wanted to go home. I was just, I like, I love California and I just wanted mm-hmm. to live there. And I didn't, and I didn't really know what I anticipated. I mean, I anticipated I was just going to stay there until I decided not to. Um, so there mm-hmm. wasn't, you know, I was just going to be in California doing whatever, you know, hel- it was going to be like in some kind of helping capacity with this, um, you know, this master's degree that I got. So mm-hmm. like, that was kind of what I was thinking. But then when Austin kind of came into the picture, I was like, I, you know, early on, I didn't know where it was going to, like, where it was going to go or what that was going to mean about my career. But when he proposed, I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, not about the proposal, but like career wise, <laughs> like career wise, I was like, I was like, oh, shoot, like, this isn't kind of going to pan out how I was initially thinking because my grad school was yeah. in LA and there's like a lot of really cool, like, creative, you know, there's a lot of nonprofits, there's a lot of, you know, small businesses, there's a lot of really fun, cool stuff you could do. So I was like, okay, that was, that was kind of what I was thinking I could do. Um, but then when he proposed, I was like, well, I'm not going to be in California. Like I might be at some point, but it'll only be for a couple of years. It won't even be like a long-term thing. Um, and so got married and I just kind of was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. I don't have to do anything. Like, this is awesome. But then that also just like, wasn't fun after a while. Um, yeah, because your your husband's in the navy. Yes. Um, and then, it, well, has he the entire time y'all have been married? He's been in he's been in school. So to he's speak, been in right? school. Like, yeah, he's been doing more school stuff, not anything as ship related. Um, okay. So we've been like hanging out a lot, which has been really nice. It's been it's yeah. it was really helpful for our marriage just to spend the time together because, excuse me, we um. We're so, we are like the polar opposites in pretty much every way. Like I kind of, I told someone, I was like, we love Jesus and we love ramen. And that is the only thing that, those are the only <laughs> things we have in common. Like everything else is like totally opposite. Um, so it's just been really nice for us to like spend that time, like getting together, like not getting together. I mean, kind of just like spending the time together mm. and getting yeah. used to each other and living together. Cause you know, we hadn't lived together before. So just really like spending that time adjusting and hanging out and yeah. just being married. So that's been really nice. Um, this next, Oh my God, I don't even know this next <laughs> year, 2021. Um, he'll be on a ship, um, and he will be doing some, like some deployments. So that'll be the first time oh, wow. that'll be the first time that will, um, that will be apart quote unquote. But, um, 
but I'm, I mean, I'm happy that we've had the time together. So that's been good. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that has been, yeah, that's been good. We, um, so when, yeah. So when I moved to Monterey, I was like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I don't know what to do. Like what's, what is life? Just kind of whatever. And then I was a, a friend of mine invited me to a conference. Um, well, let me back up. I was still doing social media stuff. I was still, I had like an internship at the time with a, like with a friend, like slash associate. And, um, I was wanting to do social media. I was wanting to work, but I really just was kind of discouraged because it's like, well, we're going to be leaving in a year. Like no one's going to hire you. You know, you don't get hired for like six months, two months, a year. Like people don't want that kind of turnover. So I was just kind of like, well, what am I even going to do? Like I could be a freeloader, but that can only be fun for like X amount of time. Um, and so I was like, okay, um, I don't know. So my friend invited me to this conference and it was a conference for, um, entrepreneurs, like female entrepreneurs, um, that were looking to level up and like expand their business. And I went and I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah. It was, it was really neat. But I was sitting there and I was like, I don't even have a business. Like, what am I, what am I doing here? Like (laughs) what? And so I, my friend and like a friend that I met, they're like, you like, this is for your VA business. Like you'll just start, you can just do this for your, like (laughs) for your business. And I was like, I guess I have a business now. Like, cool. Like this is what we're going to do now. Like, (laughs) It was great because I, I know like and it was just really funny because I never considered myself like highly entrepreneurial and like hmm. you know I'm not you know very I'm not Steve Jobs like just I never considered myself to be that kind of person and so they're just like it's for yeah. your business I'm like cool all right this is what I'm doing I can be a VA like and it was and it was really nice just because like as I thought about it more it really kind of fed into that theme in my life of just like wanting to help people and like it's totally different than 18 year old me which thank god um (laughs) but like um but it's it's still helping people and it's still being able to to help in a in a valuable and meaningful way to people's lives um and you know like I said giving them margin and and taking things off their plate so that they can focus on the things that they you know really they really want to focus on so yeah. That's very cool. So that's kind of the story. So yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you, uh, so, I mean, I, I, you kind of, life kind of called an audible a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you kind of saw it, like we all kind of have a projection of where we think life may be going. Right. A pretty good idea where right. we hope it might be ending up. But then, you know, being married to a military member and then that include like right now the stage yeller in includes a lot of moving around. Yeah. So. We move by next spring. We'll have moved like three times. Wow. So like in a year, so that's like, and it's not even a move every four months. It's like three or moving three months, two months, eight, eight or nine months. And then, yeah. And then eight yeah. more months and then we move again. And so it's just, yeah, you just move. This is, this isn't typical. Just like normally you move every like two to three years, but this is just a very weird, not weird, but it's just a very unique season. So we generally won't move this much, but still you're moving every two years and that's not enough time to really get in there with a lot of like professionally or with a lot of things so yeah 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 so so that's that's really interesting that because i i I was kind of the similar way in in terms of just um uh being called an entrepreneur or being called an entrepreneur or being like oh that's an entrepreneurial thing you're like oh i i did okay (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, fine fine yeah all right (laughs) um and so (laughs) so you kind of you you found this you found this kind of uh people really pouring it into you like yeah. really like trying to spark that fire for you and, yeah. and just like yeah you can do this like this is right this is a you thing yeah um 
and and yeah it makes sense if you're if you're moving that often like you kind of have to uh you're not going to have like a a traditional job like you have to have something different right um and you get to help people which is really cool so that's neat how you were able to connect those dots how long have you been doing this now it's pretty fresh. It's been like like four or five months. So I'm like okay. real fresh. Like I'm yeah. very green, which is cool. Like, I mean, it's gotcha. crazy because I've, I mean, it's been like five, four, five, four, I don't know, so four, five months. And it's like, I've already learned like an insane amount, which is really cool. Like, and that's part of what I like about it too, that you just learn so much. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's been mm-hmm. good. I have, yeah, a couple clients, one, I don't know, a couple, one, two clients. I don't remember should know, but can't think of anything right now. Um, yeah. So I have a, a couple of clients, um, that I work for and yeah, it's good. Yeah. So is this, I mean, is this kind of your, like, do you consider yourself an entrepreneur now? Like, do you wear that name tag? Like, do you walk around and you're like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, is, I mean, what's, what's kind of that been like now? Cause it, it's like, it was kind of put on you yeah. a little bit. And yeah. then now you're kind of like, all right, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, th- I mean, I, I mean, people are like, so what do you do? I'm not like, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, hey, like, it's yeah. like, I should start saying that though. Just, just keep it real vague. <laughs> like, don't, don't tell anybody what I do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I would, cause I think how I define entrepreneur, like, is just someone that kind of like provides a service like on their own mm-hmm. and they just like kind of go after it and like create it and do it themselves. Like they're not really like they're like the big keys, like they're not really working for anyone else. Like they're their own boss and they, they create the value and then they, um, they, you know, tell, tell people and they're like, Hey, you should hire me or you should do whatever. So I think that's kind of the big, yes. I mean, that's the big definition for me. And so in that sense, yes. Like while the product isn't like Mm -hmm. brand new, it is like my own, it is like me as a person you know, so that is like mm-hmm. unique and like the niche, niche, whatever that, whatever that word is, like providing <laughs> it to people. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and your, your approach to it is very genuine. Like it, it wasn't like, uh, it's not this hugely like kind of overly hyped Instagrammy thing that we mm-hmm. see nowadays of just yeah. like, oh, you got to be an entrepreneur. Like this, the, the entrepreneurial journey, like it's yeah. not sexy. It's, nope. it's, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of extra steps to it other yeah. than just like, you know kind of what you see yeah so well, it's like sexy I mean, when you make it like when you've actually like yeah. when you've done the blood sweat and tears for years and years and you're just like yeah. be right back and i go on my private jet to bora bora like then you're like ooh, that's yeah. so sexy but it's also like no do you know how much time like not like time energy effort hustle that took like that's when it's sexy but just like everything <laughs> leading up to that is like distinctly unsexy like the yeah, yeah like the the working at home life is we talked about that, just like the, you know, getting, getting it together is just not, not sexy in any capacity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, that's, that's, I think that's something that's maybe not talked about enough is, is the, uh, trying to be your own boss. Um, and then for your work too, right? Like you've got to be able to promote yourself, put out your own content. And if you are your own boss, I know for me as a boss, I'm great as an employee. (laughs) I'm not great. Like I would fire me right now. Right? For like, sure. I'm like, like I'm, I'm already, I'm, it's only March 3rd. And I'm yeah. already like five days late, you know? Yeah. Just so the... many write-ups to myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I'm on, I'm on thin ice here. So, uh, what's, what's kind of, I mean, 
working from home, like you work from home largely. Right? Yes, I do. How are you staying on track? Help me stay focused. What, what do I need to do here? <laughs> mm, I don't know if I'm the best person to talk about that, but everyone's like, oh my gosh, working from home is great because you can just wear pajamas and like just do whatever you want. And it's like, it is both a blessing and a curse because yes, yeah. like I can sit on my couch in my pajamas and like, you know, not shower and, you know, get my work done. Mm-hmm. But then also... I don't get work done and then I feel disgusting. Like it just, it doesn't, yeah. you don't get any, you, like, I don't know. So I think that just for me, like really having a space where I can like, is my workspace, I think is the mm. big, um, is the big one. Cause like in our, we thought we only had two bedrooms, but we actually had like a third one, which was really nice. Um, so we converted cool. one of those into an office for me. So it's, it's really nice to just be able to have the space where I can like, go and do work and it's not in our common spaces. It's not in our dining room. Well, dining room is like a corner of our living room. (laughs) Um, it's not in our dining room. It's not in our living room. Um, it's not in our bedroom. Um, it's just this room that like is, um, for like for work. And so I can like, you know, let's say I, you know, I'm working for four or five hours. I'm like, okay, I'm going to come out to the living room and I'm going to take a break so I can leave the work in that room Mm-hmm. And I can just like, you know, have that there and then I can, um, you know, and then I can come out here and enjoy it. And also like the wearing real clothes is a thing. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. cause I, like, I've noticed when I like changed from like my pajamas to like, I don't want to say sweatpants, but like joggers and like a sweater, like that is huge too. Like just kind of transitioning from like ensuring that you transition from like home life to work life at yeah. home like you still like because I like when I first was doing it I was like it's fine it doesn't matter and then it's like four o'clock and I'm still in my pajamas and I'm like I don't like this like this is like yeah I like that on a Saturday when I have nothing to do and I don't have to change out of my pajamas but like when I have you know content that I want to get out or I have like posts I want to schedule and like things I want to do it really is not conducive to productivity like as nice as it is that's real it's you know like you can't it doesn't help you and so put on real clothes wash your face um yeah like i mean dress for work basically yeah which yeah yeah which is i mean and that doesn't have to be like jeans because i only wear jeans when i go out in public but like just (laughs) something like something that like signifies like that tells you and your body and your brain and your soul like we are moving from like like waking up and like doing your morning routine to actually getting work done and I'm totally like preaching to myself here because there have been so many times where I'm like oh my gosh I'm never taking these sweatpants off and then I just like waddle into my <laughs> my office in them and I'm like no 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 <laughs> so it's yeah so I think that like really just doing finding whatever it is it doesn't have to I mean maybe if it's not changing like out of your pajamas whatever but like finding yeah. the things that that help you transition your brain and you're like, you know, in your, I don't want to say your soul, but like where you just know that you're moving into like work mode. Um, yeah. yeah whether that's yeah, a space. That. Yeah. If we flip the switch. Yeah. Whether it is yeah. a space. I mean, I don't know. And granted, like not everyone has an extra bedroom, but just to like put an office or whatever, but like just knowing, yeah. just having some like routines or some kind of just switches that you flip to know that you're in work mode. I think that is like the biggest biggest thing to do um to help to help you yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that because I, I know that um, just like what you said, if, if I don't, if I don't hit my routine right out of the gate in the morning, I, I have attention issues anyway. So like, if I can't, if I can't, if I don't put myself in yeah. that routine yeah. right when I wake up, then it's really hard to get myself right. going. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I think. Uh, I had a day a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, where I did. I looked up and it was like one thirty, and I was like, "Oh, I have not done steps one through four today yeah. to get myself yeah. ready." Like this is now the day's a waste. Yeah. Um, well, are you a morning person or a night person? It's a loaded question oh, because it, I can stay. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. I, I can stay up and and work, um, but like I would much rather. I would much rather get my routine started in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I'd much rather yeah. be a morning person, but yeah. it's not hard for me to, to let that morning routine yeah. uh, fade into the afternoon. No, I'm, I'm the same way. Cause for me, like I get so frustrated when it's like one thirty, and I'm mm-hmm. like, well, the day's done great. Like what have I even done? Cause my brain pretty much shuts off at like two. Like if I really have to get yeah. work done, I need to get up. I, well, Austin gets up at 5.30 for work. So I generally just get up with him. And then if I need to, I yeah. just hit it and I just work and then I'm good. But like you said, like if I, you know, kind of don't do the morning routine and it's like one o'clock and I've like maybe done some dishes and like kind of sat at my computer, but also like scroll through TikTok for like two hours, like, you know, just then what have you really been doing? You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's yeah, that whole, that's all that to reiterate. Like, yeah, you have to, I think. That being said, like, I think that if you have, if you get up at the same time every day, I think is like really key. Yeah. Like just yeah, keeping yourself on a schedule. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I don't want to like overload with like things you have to do, but just, I think getting up and having like kind of a routine, I think is really helpful just to keep you, you know, looking at your day beforehand and then adjusting accordingly. But, you know, getting up at the same time is really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. I think. Yeah. Definitely. And one thing I've, I've found, um, and I know, I know you're kind of the same way, but mm-hmm. one thing that I found really helpful is if I can change up my, if I can schedule myself to be gone, uh, maybe I'm doing the same work, but I'm in a different environment mm-hmm. and just to kind of like switch it up so I don't get complacent. Yeah. Um, which gets expensive, but. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like a, it's a double-edged sword. For there. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, yeah. Going out like once or twice a week and just like going out, you know, changing your environment, whether it's a different coffee shop or the same coffee shop or the library, or if you have, I don't know, if you have like Wi-Fi in your park, if you're, if you live in Pawnee, Indiana, like, you know, just <laughs> like, you know, having Wi-Fi in your park and just, you know, or whatever, just going yeah, outside or like, you know, leaving your house, I think is really good too, just to keep it fresh, like just kind of keep your, not like keep your mind fresh, but just reinvigorate you where you kind of like aren't in the you're aren't in a rut per se not that you would be in a rut but you know what I mean like just being able to have something different definitely being an entrepreneur um and on top of that being an entrepreneur which largely your business is all on all on you Mm -hmm. um and if and your spouse sounds like my is your husband sounds like a lot like my wife in that they're gone most of the day doing their work. Yeah. Um, whereas we, you and I are stuck at home. Mm-hmm. So uh, that can get kind of dicey every once in a while of just like, I can't do this. And then there's no one to bounce that idea off of me immediately. Mm-hmm. 
so I, I, I'm, I don't know if you've ever gotten, had this, but like, I get stuck in a loop of just like, I'm a fraud. I like, what, why did I think that I could do this? Oh, like, like this, you mean the, I'm thing, failing. the thing I think every day when I'm trying to do anything? <laughs> right. Yes. Right. I too have I been in that loop. Morning <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I just sit there holding my mug, staring right. at the wall thinking. Yes. Yeah. How, how have you, how have you, like, how do you handle that? What, what is because that like does how do you keep that from just totally shutting you down oh man I wish I could say that I I power through more days you know I wish I could say that I generally power through but there are some days where I I just am like I just like throw my computer I mean I don't literally but I just like no no I don't want to do this today I just you know it's just too scary and I think that I don't know I think it I think it's reminding yourself of like the success. I have one really amazing friend and she's just like, why are you like this? Like you can do this. You increased, you know, one client social media following by 22% in like two months. Like you can write, you can, mm -hmm. she's like, stop. <laughs> and so, I mean, and so I just need to kind of be that voice for myself too. Like, no, mm -hmm. I did this. I did this. I know how to do this. I also know how to use Google. Like I deeply, you know, I deeply care about my clients. Like I want to do well. This is, you know, this is what you want to be doing. This is what you chose to do. Like you can quit mm -hmm. at any time, but also like that's not gonna, you know, you won't feel good quitting. You'll feel good if you kind of just nut up and do it. Like a lot of the, a lot of the time it really just, it really just takes, um, takes you just kind of just doing it. I don't know. Like, I wish there was a more eloquent way to say it, but like, I am deathly afraid of Instagram stories. Like they mm -hmm. scare me so much, which is like, I don't know. They shouldn't because it's just literally me talking and I love talking and you know, I can, you know, they're, they're not hard to do and I just haven't been doing them. And so I've just, I've been like thinking about it all the time. I'm like, you need to just do them. Like there's no, like, you're not going to lose anything from, doing like what am I trying to say like if you don't do them you're going to just stay where you are which isn't where you want to be yeah. but it's also not like bad quote unquote but you could be doing so much more and you could be engaging so much more if you did them so just do them like it really mm. it really just requires me I don't, I've just kind of just been like not now voice like I just got to get this done and yeah and yeah, I don't really know. It's it. There's no like secret sauce to it. It's just kind of like sure. stop. Just you're done. Like you can, you know. Austin will be so proud of me for saying this because he's Mr. Logical. But it's like you can't, <laughs> like you can't, you can't let your feelings run you. Like you run you, not mm -hmm. your feelings. And like, yeah, you know. And I'm and I'm super. I'm one of those people that is. I'm like afraid of you know being rejected. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of not performing. Whatever. Not you know not meeting. My goal, like, I'm just afraid of everything. Um, yeah. And, like, that's fine. Like, I can be afraid, but I can also just, like, put out content and then, there, you know, like, just do it. And then I've done it. And then that voice doesn't really have, you know, that feeling doesn't really win because I did what I know I need to do. Like, my brain was like, no, 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 mm -hmm. just do it. And there you go. And then it's done. And I'm like, oh. Like, it was really funny because I... I was thinking about just all this stuff with like everyone is being really hysteric about the coronavirus. And I just felt like I really needed to say something about fear about just like 
felt prevented us from so many things and how I was getting super freaked out by it and how I was just like, I just like, no, I'm just going to record like five minutes of me talking about how we can't live in fear and how fear, like, you know, no one likes living in fear and how we just going to have to do the thing. Like, even if we're scared of like, you know, getting mm-hmm. sick or doing or failing, like we just got to take, you know, take be smart, do what we can and just do it. And that's all there is to it because we can't live in fear and we can't just be afraid of, we just can't be afraid of stuff all the time. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like that's like, even when I was thinking about coming on to this podcast, it was just like, when you were like, what are some takeaways? I was like, just fear sucks and fear lies to you. And it's not real. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, like if you're getting chased by a bear, yes, fear is very <laughs> legitimate and real. And that I, bear is very real. <laughs> yeah, that's right, it. <laughs> right. And I was, and you're like, and good on you for your body being like, you should GTFO immediately from the situation. But like in cases right. like, you like in cases like I'm trying to, you know, I'm going to post a photo on my Instagram where I'm just like, it's not perfect. Oh my gosh. Like, will people like it? Like, am I saying the wrong thing? Like, oh my God, just post the photo. Like just post it and see what happens because you know, like worst case is like people just are like meh about it. Best case, it really resonates with somebody. It really is like something they want to hear. It's a photo they really like. It could spark a conversation with between you and this other person, you know, like, the, and those are the good things that can happen if you just kind of do it like and I'm totally mm-hmm. preaching to myself here because I'm like I, you know I can talk a big game but am I gonna go post some more Instagram stories when we're done I don't know I hope so I hope I can really <laughs> just be like no fear is a liar and I'm not gonna live by how I feel in this and I just gotta do it if I want to reach these goals so two things I mean that I think of immediately which is one um like in therapy we call that reality testing right just like Ooh. let's let's actually test what the facts are versus what you feel like the facts are because right. our feelings can lie to us. Right. Um, unless and, there's bears. And in, unless there's bears, right? <laughs> like I feel like there's a bear in front of me because there is a bear in front right. of me. But, uh, but, the, but just being able to kind of walk it back a little bit mm-hmm. and go like, all right, like what am I actually afraid of? Am I afraid of, am I afraid of failure or mm-hmm. am I afraid of not being accepted or am I afraid of like this being misunderstood? I know that was one thing that I personally dealt with a lot was like, I don't want to post something out there and it be misunderstood and then right. get misconstrued and then, you know, right. I get, get caught in a, in a, you know, one of those things. So yeah, that's one thing that was, that's always been on my mind. Um, but the other thing too, with, with Instagram stories, that is just one example, right? But, but there's, there's, there's those that go, well, I, I don't really want to post or there's those that like overdo it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and do I know I know for a while I challenged myself to like I'm just gonna make these over the top uber cinematic insta stories uh-huh. like and and they're just gonna be crazy yeah and it was so funny even watching the feedback of people who are going like this is a little much for an Instagram story <laughs> don't you think like they were just like whoa bud like somebody was in premiere you know and so it's like like yeah you're right but like I'm on my journey right now I'm right. not on your journey right. so like you know, just being able to like, there's, I, that's one thing I do appreciate about the entrepreneurial journey is that it's also, it's not just about, uh, you growing your business or growing a brand or growing someone else's business and brand, but Mm -hmm. it's also you evolving and growing as a person. Totally. Um, so it's, it's super interesting the way that, that, that kind of like comes out, it brings up all these like personal things. Yeah. It's like, 
Yeah. No, like we 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 go on the other side of it. You know, like me one year ago is much different than me now, and I'm sure right. you have the same thing. Yeah. Like you, four or five months ago, is right. probably very different. Right. Yeah, and I, I think I think that's really important to touch on too. Just like it is kind of your own journey, and that is a thing that like is important to emphasize because like. I mean, and it kind of falls into like the comparison theory just because like my business is not going to look like this person's business if they've been doing it for five years and have all these things. It's like, it's not going to look like that. And that's okay. Like it's, it isn't meant to, you're not the same people. You're at different places. Like this is like you said, this is your own journey. Like this is what you're doing. Like maybe it will look similar in five, six years to this person's. Maybe it won't, maybe it'll look Mm -hmm. totally different and that's okay, but it's, it, you do have to remind yourself that it is your own, like it is your own journey and you're figuring things out at your own pace. You're, you know, you're failing in different ways than other people. You're learning things in different ways than other people. And that's mm-hmm. okay. Like, it, I mean, you do, I think, I think there is the potential to get really caught up in, in the comparison game and like, you know, feeling doubt, like self-doubt about where you are and what you're doing, but it's like, no, just, just do you boo-boo. Like just, just, you know, just like, <laughs> just like do it. And, and yeah, I mean, yeah, there are like general guidelines you should follow and like general good practices and all that stuff, but it's just going to look so different. And yeah, like, I mean, and, and in that, like we all have our own kind of like our own insecurities. So like you said that yours was like really not wanting to be misunderstood and like, Mm -hmm. and that was like a big thing for you. And like, for me, just being rejected is like, like they're like, I would do, you know, I would stick my head in a hive of bees rather than be rejected. You know what I mean? So it's just, so like, (laughs) and how we like work that out interpersonally in our businesses looks so different too. You know, we each have to work out our own stuff in our own ways. So it's, it really is just like such an individual journey, which is really cool, but which is a, a neat part of it. And it really does get like, it really gets you like on that personal development in ways that I think like the traditional nine to five might not. I mean, maybe it will. Like, I don't, Mm-hmm. That's not to like say that nine to fives are bad or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not saying that. I'm I'm sure, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. just saying I'm saying that like we this is just it's just so different because you are your own boss and you have to work through your own stuff so differently than you would in any other kind of yeah. career path. So yeah. For you, your experience in forging this identity, but you know, also as a spouse and then you add the added dynamic of being in the of being kind of in, being in the military by extension mm-hmm. what how have you navigated that what have you how have you navigated those kind of um those areas and mm-hmm. been able to be you still learn who you are and go through that and go through all of those evolutions without being totally sucked into the yes i am like i am just this one thing oh man that's like all the things i don't know i feel like it's 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 still just like a work in progress. Like, I don't know if I've really, I mean, I know we're all like works in progress or whatever, but I mean, I don't really, (laughs) yeah. Like, I don't know if I've really like arrived at that, you know, at that spot. I mean, we're still pretty newly married and Austin's been around. So it's like, you know, it's, we've spent a lot of time working on our marriage. So it's not like I really have had to turn outward, but I think it is just Mm -hmm. really important to, I mean, it's just important to do because I think that it, it it's it's kind of a slippery slope to really just assume your husband or wife's identity in this, um, especially just because we we love our military. And so it is easy to just kind of piggyback off of I don't their accomplishments. I don't know. But, you know, what I mean, it's easy mm-hmm. to just kind of piggyback off of that. So I think that it is important to to do. And I think and, and I don't 
I don't have loads of experience in it yet, um, but I definitely think that having a thing is really, really important to remind you that you are kind of your own person and that you are, mm-hmm. um, that you, that you add value other than just being someone's spouse. Um, mm-hmm. and just to keep that kind of in the forefront and I don't know if I'm answering your question, but I just think that it's, you just have to be cognizant of it because once you kind of head down that slope, then you aren't really, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, it's just not what I would want for people, you know, in the military mm-hmm. because we like, we have so much, there's just so much that people can offer. Like, you know, you're so different from everyone else, you know, the proverbial you, like you're so different sure, yeah. and you have so much to offer. And so it would just be so sad to really kind of, because it's hard or because you don't have a, you know, a community and your husband's not there. It's, it is really easy to like rest on their laurels and it is, um, it is easy to do because it is such a, like a glorified thing in, in the States where we really love our military. So it's easy to do, but I just don't know if it's the best thing to do. So I think that, Mm -hmm. and I'm talking again, always talking to myself here, like just (laughs) when, um, you know, when Austin is underway and he's not around, like, what am I like, having a game plan, knowing what's going to happen, um, having things set up, hopefully, you know, being, having clients and having people, you know, having, working to create a community and do things, doing things that like my husband's not interested in, mm-hmm. um, and finding people that are interested in doing those things with me and he's not involved. <laughs> like just mm-hmm. really being cognizant of that and being aware of, um, like you are saying, just like the interpersonal work and just really paying attention to like what you're feeling and, and how things, you know, just paying attention to dynamics and, mm-hmm. um, I'm just thinking about me in the future. Like, what am I going to be doing to make sure that I'm, I'm working and hopefully having a pet, um, <laughs> and like having, you know, having a life and being my own person outside of that. Um, yeah. and I think that just, I mean, go, knowing that now, like, okay, well, so Austin's going to be gone when we're here. Um, what am I going to do about it? And then just being, um, not, not, you know, give myself a break, but like, Oh no, you'll be fine. Like, you don't know that you don't know if you'll be fine. So what are you going to, like, what are you going to, what plans are you going to have to do? Like what plans are you going to have to do? What are you, what do you have in place to ensure that you are going to be a full person and that you're not just going to like be sad while he's gone and like not do anything. Like you need to just be like, don't kid yourself. Like we, we like to really hype ourselves up and say, we're going to do all the things. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to it, like, unless there's a plan, unless there's a strategy, unless there's like the smart goals, it's very likely you won't let that happen. Being cognizant of yourself and yeah, how that kind of all plays out with your spouse. Yeah. Even for some of the audience that's listening that maybe is a military spouse or is in the military or um, has those added dynamics to their relationship that not everybody has, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something where work does kind of dictate, uh, your environment, your surroundings. Like you don't always have the autonomy enough to say like, Oh no, I want to do this cause I have right. to do this. You've, you, you have this unique perspective in that you're able to live out what you feel like is, a, or you're able to live out your calling in a sense in, in a very unique way. It, it works it works, it's flexible with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and so there's a, there's a whole journey there that I really, that I really admire. Um, and just the added kind of, well, I, we're always in transition. There's always that, there's always that, uh, 
that kind of pressure of that transition. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can, it can be really easy to feel insecure in, in so much transition, right? but you're, you're going through all of these interpersonal journeys or you're kind of experiencing this through kind of a lens of entrepreneurial and, and, and of the entrepreneurial life. Um, and being having to do those battles, but well, like, just the yeah, yeah. like just la- just layers on layers of just like you know interpersonal layers development, layers, yeah. yeah, like interpersonal development with a small business that I'm running by myself and being my own boss and all that comes with that, plus being married, plus being in the military, and just how does that all work together? Like, what do I even what do you even do? And like, right, I, yeah. I don't know. Like, you rescued me. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's and what I was trying to get at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's. <laughs> And like, that is like, that's such a, that's, that answer is so unique to each person, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's, it's layers on layers and it is, it is a lot to manage and it's, it, it is like a harder, I mean, the, both of the, being an entrepreneur and being a military spouse are, you know, not easy paths. And so to combine them yeah. is also like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. why would you yeah, do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then like, you know, I don't have kids now, but like adding kids and like, all that to the mix, just like, right. oh my gosh, like, I don't know, like, that's, it stresses me out, like, getting warm thinking about it, um, <laughs> you know, just like, it's just, um, yeah, there's just, there's so many layers, and it's just really, like, it really, you really have to be good about knowing yourself, and like, knowing, there it is, um, which, yeah, which is like a lifelong journey, like, you know, you never really arrive at knowing yourself until you're like, mm-hmm. 97, and then I think you have a pretty good idea, but like, I'm yeah. 30, so right now I'm like, really I'm just surprised at how much I'm really like checking in with like how I'm feeling and like being really honest with myself like Mm -hmm. like yeah you don't have to get that content out but like you're not like this isn't helping you know you don't need to get this content out because it's not necessarily like live or die but also like you wanted to have a blog that was monetized and what you're not doing anything to make that happen like why are you not doing that like sit down and freaking write your content because it's there Mm -hmm. and like just do it. And so it's a lot of like, it's a lot of really being honest about why am I not doing it? And like, what's holding me back and what are the real, like what are the roots of these things? And are you just going to do them anyway? Like you've just been talking about for the past hour on DJ's podcast, like, you know, (laughs) like, are you going to really do them? So it's, it really is a lot of like being just like knowing yourself and knowing like just not, I mean, not, kidding yourself like not bsing yourself and not Mm -hmm. yeah I think that that's like that's a big part of it and then adding on like you know you know finding like making community everywhere you go and like Mm -hmm. finding people you can talk to and just you know man it like managing all that stuff together like I I feel like I'm doing a decent job now I know that in when I was in Monterey I had like a really hard time but I think that there was a lot of like grief and shock associated with that just because I moved so quickly so I mean I'm giving myself like a pass there but I mean I, like I, I feel like I'm doing pretty good now and in, in Rhode Island and I don't know it's just there's always something I'm learning and and there's you know you can always like the more honest with yourself that you can be the better just because if you're mm-hmm. like because it's only you like you're your own boss you can't lie to yeah. your, like, you can lie to your boss, boss. You can't really lie to yourself. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. like, you know, the truth deep down, like what's going on. Yeah. So you need to really address it if you want to be where you want to be later on. So yeah. Yeah. I, again, talking no, to myself. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I love that. And, and I think that's, I, I think, um, that's why I, I specifically 
thought you'd be great for this type of conversation in that mm-hmm. um, these are, like you said, these are not easy paths. These are not easy roads, but um, these are not easy roads, but mm-hmm. you've, you're, you're navigating them and, it, yeah. and, and you're taking them on. And so I think you, you have such a unique perspective in that you're able to speak into these difficult roads and still be able to, and, and you have that uh, experience to be able to, to use that flexibility mm-hmm. um, and to use what you know and, and grow through it and, and just keep pushing. And yeah. there's so many of us that are so t- that the temptation every day is to just stop is right. to just like give up or just quit. Right. right. Um, and, and I, I just don't, I, I think that we need more stories like yours, right? Like mm-hmm. we need more people like we need more Lauren Fleming's out there to <laughs> be like, look, no, you know, sometimes you gotta be honest with yourself and, and know where you're at, but also, not be afraid of the journey like yeah um and it that's easy to say and like you said it's easy to kind of like ask ourselves like oh man am I really serious about this like am I gonna actually apply this whenever I get off the phone but um I think we will I think I think it's Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of it's growth in your own time right you got every 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 story's got its own journey but but that's why that's why I love stories here that's Mm -hmm. why I love those perspectives because um you know, you're, you're not in an easy situation, mm-hmm. but you're making it happen. And yeah. here's all of the things that take to do what you're doing. And mm-hmm. so it's so encouraging. It's so cool to hear, uh, just how you're, you're kind of, you're, 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 you know, how, how your day to day is or what it's just, what it's like being you, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's, uh, it's awesome. So thanks for, Thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. So, um, Lauren, where can where can we follow you? How can we how can we continue following along your story? Probably um, Instagram's a great way. Um, Instagram is laurenelizabeth.co, and my blog is um, thelaurenelizabeth.co. So those are what I keep most up to date. Um, just my Rhode Island finds and what I'm thinking about the military and all that stuff. So those are the best places to find me. Um, yeah, if you want to email me, if you need a VA, you can email me. Yeah, definitely. And, what? Go ahead. Oh no. And that's, a, that's the Lauren Elizabeth co at gmail.com. Oh, gotcha. All yeah. right. So, uh, yeah. And I, we will definitely have those links in, uh, the Instagram posts whenever we promote this episode and then the show notes below. So if you want to uh, click on those and hit her up, you can certainly do that. So yes, please. Uh, um, Lauren, thank you so much for being on. This has been yes. awesome and such a good conversation. And, yes. And uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, thank I you really for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thank you for thinking of me to come on your podcast. Well, until next time, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you want to hear more episodes like this, you can go to thecreatorstherapy.com or you can find uh, Creators Therapy, the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, and then you can also follow us along on Instagram and all the other things. So I'll have all those links below, but anyways, again, thank you so much. And we will see you soon or talk to you soon. I never know how to end these things. It's, it's always horrible. It's (laughs) terrible. I'm gonna have to redo it at the end, but anyway. All right.